welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. On the subject, God will do it anyway. God will do it anyway. The anyway is what is spelled. Yes. There are two ways or two anyways. One is any with a space way. And there's one like this. And this is what I'm talking about. Anyway, any condition that should come against you in life, God will still do what he wants to do if you cooperate with him. There is no condition that can stop God from performing what he has said he will do. So whether you lose this or you don't have this, whether this comes against you or this doesn't come against you, no matter the disadvantage you have in life, if God has said something to you, if God's promise in the Bible has been revealed to you, it doesn't matter the conditions around you. If God said he would do it, he would do it anyway. How many of, you, of us are looking out for solutions from God this year? There are things on your heart you want God to speak on. There are issues you want God to visit. I'm going to show you one of the ways God comes through for us. Every one of us here has an issue. And God is not a magician. He has ways in which he reaches out to his people. And when he prescribes his ways... We must believe in the ways and follow him in his way. That is when we discover the solutions. But most of the times we keep struggling because we don't follow the way that God is prescribing. We want to prescribe our own way for God and expect God to use that path. And we stay there for a long time. So sometimes the prayer of delay, the prayer against delay must not be a prayer against delay. It must be a quick response to our obedience to the direction of God. Now, upcoming in the church is a program we call Grace and Oil. And I want to help somebody understand why sometimes we call for a program. Is God not always with us? Yes. Is God not always present? Yes. God is always present. But in programs, he comes in a special way. He comes in a special way. And when you become a born-again Christian, because there are Christians who are not born again. There are people who look like Christ, but they are not born again. So when you become a born-again Christian, you must know that you can never receive anything from God without participation. Hey, whose phone is that? <laughs> is it the phone or bed? <laughs> when you become a Christian, you, you don't receive anything from God until you participate with him. God is not a magician. God is a miracle worker. And therefore, we must have the participation mindset, the fellowship mindset, the friendship flow mindset. If we are passive in church, if we sit aloof looking at what God will do, God will do nothing. God does not perform in the absence of our participation. So, a program is coming up for the church. A program that is annual. Why is the church always organizing this program every year? There is a reason to that. Then this new life, as I said, is a life of participation. Let's say the grace of the Lord, the grace of our Lord, louder. Louder. 
So the sweet fellowship, the sweet participation, the sweet participation. When you read the Bible, you see that God never does anything for anybody who does not participate with him, who does not fellowship with him. Any gospel that is preached as though you do nothing and then a miracle was worked out. What we call miracle, it was worked out. It's not like, I didn't have anything to do. God just did it. No. Check it. Check it. Someone was a miracle to Hannah, but it didn't just happen. Are you here? There was a time that some people, look at Mark chapter 2. Second service always is from first service. Mark chapter 2. He said, and again, he entered into Capernaum, say a program. Oh, say a program. He entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noised that he was in the house. May you be one of the people who make noise about grace and oil. Yeah. Now look at it. He said, and straight away, many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. Even the door was even blocked, full, choked. And he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, a paralyzed man, four people. What this one says is four people. Give me another version. People will not understand which was born or four. It means that four people carried a paralyzed person to the meeting. Four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. Verse 4. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd. So they dug a hole. Say an event. They dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat and right down in front of Jesus. So Jesus was preaching and then all of a sudden a paralyzed man was lowered in front of him. Why? Because that meeting was going to determine the destiny of that man. Move to the verse 5. Seeing their faith, say faith. Say faith. Say faith. Events allow you to exhibit your faith to receive from God what he must give to you. So they've created the... I mean, I mean people will say, eh, me, I don't feel like going to church. Oh. Nowadays, I don't feel like going to church. Over 70% of Christians today don't feel like going to church. Yes. There are a lot of you here, if I should do statistics, you see that you will near say that I didn't feel like coming to church. There are a lot of Christians now who don't feel like that. When Jesus saw their faith, your faith is seen in what you do in the presence of God. Your faith is seen in what you do. So Jesus said, how can I be preaching somebody lowered a paralyzed man because the place is choked? There are some people who won't come to church because when they came, the auditorium was full and they sat outside. I don't like sitting outside. I don't feel, I'll stay at home. When they came, the room was full. There was no door because the door was also occupied. Like some buses that we used to take. We used <laughs> Ghana train. Everywhere is full. So they created a hole and dropped the man. I pray that your faith will be exhibited next week and next two weeks. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. So as he saw the faith of the man, he was provoked to release that which the man needed. I don't know about you, but God does not call a meeting to come and look at your face because he already knows your face. He doesn't call a meeting so that he gets to know you. No, he knows you before you are. You are getting to know him. He knows you from beginning to end. But when he calls for a meeting, it is because he wants to make a deposit into our lives. A deposit that can change the storyline of your destiny. And in grace and oil, God is going to do that for somebody. Can I hear you say amen? Can I hear you say amen? 
Event change the course of life. Event, the event of your birthday, change a lot of things about your family. You are either being a liability or an asset by now. Are you here? The event of Cristiano Ronaldo moving to Manchester United changed the market. <laughs> I mean, Manchester's shares and revenue just shot up. They mentioned, I've forgotten. They mentioned the amount. Within that day of the news of the transfer, their market value just shot up. Event. When Asamoah got the penalty and spot it, people died. People were rushed to the hospital. I, I know because I saw some. They died. Heart attack event. <laughs> when the penalty came, then my mother entered the bedroom. He said, oh boy, we are not afraid. <laughs> event. Yesterday we celebrated or we marked uh, 20 years of Al-Qaeda's massive onslaught on the World Trade Center. An event that changed aviation laws up to today. Events are very, very important. It is a wedding, it's a vow at the wedding that changes everything about the two of you involved. I'll go where you go, say what you go, sit where you sit, stand where you stand. My money will be your money. <laughs> but after the wedding, <laughs> did I actually say that? My money will be your money, my dreams will be your money, my cars will be your car, my land will be your land, my bread will be your bread. Event. That is what happens that you become yes sir, yes sir to your wife or your husband. It's an event where people sat in a meeting and grace and oil is an event God has organized for you and I to declare some things, to impute some things, to invest some things into our lives. And I am praying that you will not stay at home. You will not stay at home. You will not be like a desica. You, you, you will not be passive about the event. And many, many a times, we will come to church. Sometimes I, I, I pick up a prophecy and I say, where is this person? And he's nowhere to be found. He's nowhere to be found. God wants to speak to you. Yes, I know you're a Christian. I know you speak in tongues. I know you're a massive spiritual barrel. <laughs> Even Apostle Paul, God used Agabus to speak to him. A man who could go into the third heavens. Go fourth heavens. He's getting lost. A man whose sermon we are still preaching after many years. A man whose handkerchiefs were performing miracles. Even he, somebody spoke to him. I'm a new creation. I don't need to do it. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 10 to 12. He that descended is the same also that ascended afar above all heavens. That he might fill all things. Look, sometimes eh, we as pastors, even me, Tuesday LP was preaching. I was following, listening. Wherever I was, I was, and I was learning. Sometimes somebody leading prayer alone, just listening to the person, gives you clarity to something you read in the Bible. Yes. You making yourself available for God to use a man to teach you is a sign of humility. Submitting yourself to the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when Jesus was about to go to heaven bodily, the Bible said he gave gifts unto men. He gave gift to the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. For what? Verse 12. For the perfecting of the sin. There is something about you that doesn't make you perfect in the flesh. In the realms of the spirit, you are perfect. I know. We are perfect in you. Yes, you are perfect. But you and I know that in the celestial 
You are. But in the physical, there is a missing link. And all the battle about life with prayer, fasting, serving God, coming to church, being a good person, living holy life, all is that you are trying to fix the missing link. So that what you are in the spirit will reflect in your physical. Are you following me? So the gifts of God to the church are their ministerial gifts. You don't get up and say you are an apostle. <laughs> or you are a prophet. Or you are, you just get up, no, you say you are a pastor. No. God has to call you and say, I'm a frail. Else when you become a pastor, you'll be dangerous. You chop all the girls. You chop all the offering. Yeah. Because you are not a pastor, you're a businessman. You are an entrepreneur in, a, in, in Clarica. When you buy oil for 20 Ghana, you are expecting 6,000 Ghana city. You are an entrepreneur. Go and search for business and do. God must call you. And you must be ready to face shame. You must be ready to be ridiculed. You must be ready to be rejected. You must be ready to be hated. You must be ready to be misinterpreted. Because it is a calling across your current. So God gave them. If Jesus was around, what I'm doing is what he's going to do. But the resurrected Christ is everywhere. You go to Afghanistan, Jesus is preaching there. You go to Sudan, Jesus is preaching there. You go to America, right now Jesus is preaching there. Why? Because he gave an extension of his ministry in the five-fold ministry to the church. So always God will reach his people through the men he's giving to them. God can speak to you, no doubt. You have a personal relationship with him, no doubt. But God will mainly speak to his men for his people or to his people. So in a service like this, in grace and oil, God is going to put a word. Some of the word may not come to you like, I, who is Lucy Aloka or Lucy Abuchi? Your sister is this, your mother. It, it can come like that. But those ones are signposts. They are trying to find the personality. They, that is not the word of God. So when they are prophesying to you, in case they call you and they are prophesying to you, don't be flabbergasted. Don't be lost. Sometimes you see prophetic me there. The person says, Oh, it, it is normal. It's okay. But apart from the, all the drama, pay attention to what God is going to say and be ready to obey. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Sometimes too, it will not come like that. It will come in the preaching. In the preaching, like as I'm doing, what I'm doing right now, maybe some of you have planned not to come. But as I'm preaching, I'm giving you a deliverance that some of you have you entered into atmospheres that you began to cough before? Hello? Sometimes they'll be cooking in the kitchen. You are in the hall. What is happening in the kitchen begins to have an effect on you. Just appearing in the atmosphere of grace and oil can transfer something into you. Just appearing. Yeah. It is like when you are in a certain atmosphere, you will naturally drink. You will naturally have the strong courage to call a half-naked girl to come and sit by you in a certain atmosphere. The same way in the certain atmosphere, you come to church, they are doing worship. Nobody tells you to lift your hand. Before you realize your hand is up, atmospheres can cause many things to happen in your life. In grace and oil, I want you to show up and believe God that God is going to meet you at the point of your need. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Huh. There was an event in Jesse's house. I'm going to give two scenarios and I close. In Jesse's house, God spoke to someone. Go to Jesse's house. 
and I'll show you what to do. I want to raise a king for Israel. So Samuel gets to town in 1 Samuel chapter 16. The elders saw the prophet come. You see, those, when you see a man of God in your midst, as I'm saying man of God, you are thinking about the guests. Me too, I'm a man of God. It is a normal thing for church members to honor guests than the host because they are familiar. But the secret to you benefiting from the guest is when you go through the host. Hmm. Did you hear that? Yes. So when you meet a man of God, he's your brother, but he's a different kind of brother. You, maybe your brother, really maybe your brother is like the CDS of Ghana or Senate office or Ministry of Defense and you are going to visit him. You cannot just go to my brother's office. They will, they will stop you. My uncle used to be there. Before you get to his office, the inspections, they will inspect you. Eh? By the time you get to where you are walking, and the, the, the place is some way. If you have a bad mind, you can't go again. Because you walk alone in the tunnel. By the time you get to the office, you have been disarmed. There is something God puts in the mouth of his servants for you. That you must never ever take for granted. This is a generation that everybody is a preacher. Every, because of social media. Everybody is a preacher. God wants us to share the word of God. But it's not everybody that is a pastor. Are you here? You can share the word of God. It doesn't matter. Nobody can stop you from sharing. And you have to share the gospel. But you see, the preacher, the pastor, has been called with an assignment. You can choose not to preach and you will not be taxed. If I don't preach, I will answer to God. That's the difference. Did you understand that? Yes. You can choose not to preach. Some of you have not witnessed to anybody for a long time. God doesn't really tax you. Are you here? But if me, I don't preach. Paul said, woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. That is why no member must stand in the way of the pastor to preach. Because if you don't preach, nobody is a stakeholder. I said, if you don't preach, nobody. But if People come to church for six Sundays. Pastor is not there. The reason why most of you don't come for weekday meetings, but you came to three, you realize that oh, now saying I say pastor goes going to a new. <laughs> it's true. One by one, two. Though the person who was preaching was preaching well, no. It's like where is the man himself? See, let us not allow the media and the society discredit the position and the function of pastors. Without a pastor, there is no church. It's a pastor that is sown on the ground and the church comes up. So now, Jesse receives Prophet Samuel. Jesse was also a covenant child. But this covenant child that is coming is different. Is coming with something. The men of God that are coming, they are not coming to come and look at the beauty of our auditorium. They are coming with a word for us. I take our programs more serious. I make sure I prepare adequately for it. So someone enters into Jesse's house, sent with a message for the family. But when he got there, the family was not full. And the blessing remained in the mouth of Samuel. He kept the blessing until the family became full, until David came. Until David came. When the house is not full, the blessing can be missed. Because the blessing was not only for David, it was for Jesse's house. He didn't say go to David's house. He didn't say go to David's father's house. He said go to the house of Jesse. Your blessing does not remain with you. It affects generations on board. 
So when the prophet came and just, David was not there, the blessing did not qualify to come out. In grace and oil conference, you must make sure that you show up. Tell somebody, show up. Yeah. The blessing will not settle on this house if you don't show up. If you don't show up. Now, let me show you something. I have about eight minutes. I'll try. Do you put your watch on your ears? Oh, talk to me. Let me see whose watch is on the ears. We will send you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Do you braid your hair on your legs? Every part of your body carries its own glory. You don't hear with your eyes. You don't see with your ear. You don't walk with your head. So there are blessings that may be coming on your head. But if your legs are present and your head is not there, there is no way a blind man will wear spectacles. You are using spectacles for what? To see well. <laughs> I'm not looking, uh, talking about the shades, no. But I'm talking about spectacles to help you see better. What are you doing with spectacles when you are blind? The glory that should come on Jesse's house was connected to David. But David was not in the house. Don't be the reason why the whole church will miss a blessing because you stayed home. I thought you are clapping. I told you that I'm teaching you something. It's not going to, but I'm teaching you something for you to understand why we organize program. Not because we want to. Look, most of you, your spirits are down. And God is going to use grace and oil to quicken it again. And to give you hope again. And to tell you that whatever you began that slow down, the Lord himself will quicken it and it will cause it to come to pass. In the name of Jesus. It is only when you receive the man of God, a vessel of God with honor, with honor that you receive from the Lord. Amos 3.8. Amos 3.7. Quickly. When you don't receive a man of God with honor, you disqualify yourself from what the man of God can do for you. Yes. If even God sent the man, he can refuse to talk because you dishonored him. Go and ask Prophet Jonah. It, God sent him. He said he won't go. And God could not do anything until God got him to repent to go. So when a preacher or a man of God, you don't receive them well, you, you, you don't stir up the gifts in them for you. Yes. They, I was telling them I had a meeting. I went. It was a big church. Program. They made noise. I went out. Only two people were in front there. Oh. A man of God is a man, not just a spirit. What we see affects us. What we see, that's why when you give a seat to a man of God, his tongue will change. Zuga, liba, ruka, tires. It's natural. Are there some wives here? Eh? Even your, your husband comes from the house and bought you a nice Giorgio Armani shoes, spectacles, and perfume. That night, the worship is different. <laughs> it's natural. Jude, you are a suspect. <laughs> Surely, the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed his secret unto his servants, the prophet. When I use the word prophet, I'm not talking about how we typically call them in Ghana. But a prophet is a career of divine truth. Abraham was a prophet. Moses was a prophet. John the Baptist performed no miracle, but he was a prophet. A prophet is a career. So some will give you details of your shoe size. Shoe size. He will tell you your shoe size and you can tell you your pin number of your professional career when you don't remember. And some will not. Dr. Tabel is a prophet. 
Archbishop is a prophet. In fact, every man of God is a prophet. There is prophetic in every ministry because the spirit of Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Are you here? So you can say, where the ancient come on. No, you are trying to say that his, his ministry is not like, you are comparing him to somebody, but he is a prophet. So, God is not going to reveal, do anything. He said he will reveal his plans. The plans he's going to do for us. The plans he's implementing for us. He, look, some of you, eh, they can call you and tell you things that you've not told anybody by between you and God. It doesn't mean that you should be afraid. That God doesn't do that. <laughs> some sin be you did some 11 June 1998 in that classroom. There is the man who come. Who is this? I've entered into 1998 June 11th. At Ola Secondary School. <laughs> hey. If Jesse had equally or casually prepared for the prophet Samuel, the prophet Samuel wouldn't have released the blessing. Yes. Look at what he did. First Samuel chapter 16. Let's read from verse 5 to 6. He said, and he said, peaceably I come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. So they didn't approach the meeting casually. Approach the services with seriousness to receive from God. When you are graduating from school, they don't keep a casual atmosphere. On your wedding day, it's not a casual atmosphere. Whatever importance you place on the gift, that is the level at which you can receive from him. Now, Jesus was passing and people were all saying, but there was a woman with the issue of blood. She didn't look at Jesus as an ordinary person. Yes, I don't. I, I host them, but I don't talk to them anyhow. I host them, but our communication reverence because anything you dishonor does not benefit you. Yes, and the church must learn how to honor men of God, not because of them, but because they are carrying God's word. God's word, not a just, uh, I saw you, I saw, no, but the, the, the grace of a preacher will only bless you when you learn to receive from them. Because of time, how do you honor or receive a man of God honorably? You must do that by being in attendance. Say being in attendance. Say being in attendance. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 28. In the multitude of, the, of people is the king's honor. But in the want of people is the distraction of the prince. In the multitude. So when there is a multitude, it stirs up the honor of the king. You must not allow, we must not allow the men of God to come and see empty chairs. It's dishonoring. One of them had a meeting on that day. And he said, man of God, you cannot ask me to come and preach for your church. And then I deny you. Give me tonight. Let me do. And he made a rearrangement. And accepted to come here. I thought you were clapping. <laughs> you must be present to receive the blessing. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 8 to 17. A softer version. Let me read it and get the understanding. So, you must, you, the blessing of the Lord is transacted or transmitted or transferred in the present. Don't, don't be used to Facebook 
online service at home. If you have to show up, show up. Don't become an internet Christian. You will not develop yourself well because you cannot pay attention all throughout. Are you, are you with me? Media, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 7 to 17 or 8 to 17. Okay. So he said, let me repeat that one. Don't become an internet Christian. You can't grow. Because nobody will be watching you and nobody, you, can, you will not be accountable to anybody. You can be, be on the Facebook, you get a call. Your boss at work will call you. But when you are sitting in front of me, your boss will call you, you won't pick. Because you are listening to the word of God. When you leave, you call. Attention is missing on social media for the word of God. Don't be addicted. And if you do that for a long time, you will start backsliding. Mark it. Internet church is not a substitution, but a supplement. If you are becoming addicted to internet church, stop. It will kill your faith. It will turn you to an ordinary person and you will miss out on that fear of God, the fear you have for God, the reverential respect you have for God. Don't be an internet church Christian. Tell somebody, don't be an internet church Christian. Because when you watch, you don't give offering also. You lose the opportunity to give offering. You don't give. They will say, oh, the Momo Nama has been displayed. By the time the person is finished, you see the thing dropping. 15, 14, 7, 2. Now come and come But at least in church, they will pass the basket. <laughs> you, you will see that they are passing baskets. I mean, I had a testimony yesterday and that, that interested me. He said, Pastor, the first offering was a challenge for me. Then before I realized, they say project offering. I was trusting God. I gave with faith. To my shock, you were like the storehouse of And this is for the poor. And when you give to the poor, you owe God. Pastor, that point. <laughs> but I said, okay, God will owe me. Why not? I give. He said, one next day, then he looked up and said, God, you are owing me. And a call came. And what she received was far more than what she gave to God. May God owe you. May you not owe God, but may God owe you. Talimun, uh, tell me seven minutes why. If I don't teach you on this verses. I want, my ministry is not just to just, I am a discipler. That's my main calling. So if you don't understand me early, you leave me. So you have to understand me that a Pastor Prince, though he does, but I want to see, I want to develop you, then you can you, you should be able to live your Christian life alone. Taking decisions in the counsel of God and bringing me trophies, not continuing to bring troubles. I wonder when you come to the office and you sit down. Yeah, I come to say, Pastor, you know, this is what I went through and this is what the Lord did. I, I, I followed the teachings and, the, yeah. I don't want baby Christians who have been in church for 12 years, 15 years. You can't hear from God. You must hear from God. Everybody hears from God. We, you say you don't hear from You actually don't listen to God. But you hear from God. You hear you hear, but you don't listen. Martin Somenfa. That's your life. You've taken it to God. Why? When she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, 
I said, start from verse 8. And one day, Elisha went to the town of Shinnom. A wealthy woman lived there. And she urged him to come to her home for a meal. May you have that capacity to invite your pastor to your house. You see, a wealthy woman. You see, you criticize pastors when you don't know the scripture. You know, uh, if pastor is, the, the last time I came to visit you, you told me not to enter your house. Is it true? <laughs> Some of you, they say, if I say I'm coming to your house right now, if I say, Charlie, I read that today, I'm coming to your house. I'm sure you, as I say it no, you are waiting for me to close. Because you will have a general cleaning to do. <laughs> Golda, the last time I came to your house, I, I was supposed to visit her. She called me and said, Papa, there's an activity in the upper. Are you cleaning? <laughs> Are you cleaning? No. But you see, this wealthy woman, her house is big. See, the smaller your room, the more dirty it can become. <laughs> because shoe stands are there. <laughs> Everything, the room is a whole self contained. Everything is there. Swimming pool cries there. <laughs> One room is, is a self contained. I said, this is a wealthy, may, may the Lord make you a wealthy Christian. Hey, people are in a hurry to go and clean this. You give me your mind. I have like five minutes. I'll, I'll leave you to go and go and start your general cleanings. Hey. So the wealthy woman, anytime Jesus wanted to go and eat, read the New Testament. Zacchaeus, rich man. <laughs> because you go to the poor man's house. When you leave, they will go for a meeting. Pastor Obaya, so Ankasa is okay. We didn't When Jebio. But he went to a wealthy, a wealthy woman's house. Sometimes when you see that pastors surround themselves with rich people, it's not because they like money. It's because of the mentality of the poor person. Yeah. One day a pastor called me and said the, the church was going to increase his salary to 800. Some of the Leaders say, no, 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 no. It's too much. And I said, hello, Sofo. Who are your council members? Tell me, what do they do? One is, uh, I don't want to say things. You'll be offended. Some of you get offended, but you know how I preach. I don't hide anything. I just say, one is doing this. One is, I say, Abba, Sofo. You can't earn more than them. That's why they are bringing you down. Yes. You can't earn more than if the people around you are earning 400, then you come that you want to earn 800. So Jesus went, the man, prophet Elisha, learned from Jesus. <laughs> when Jesus goes to a poor person's house, he's going to bless the person. Eh? He's going to bless the person. And sometimes when you meet the poor person too, Jesus will chop your money. In the other chapter, the senior prophet to Elisha met a poor woman, widow. Poor widow. He took her food. But in giving in faith, you plug into your reservoir in heaven. Are you here? Sometimes your last money, your last food, your last something, sometimes you, they, somebody comes to give you a shoe. You have 12 shoes. But that shoe must go out, must not be with you. 
Learn to listen to God. Sometimes you can get a powerful word. It is for somebody, it's not for you. You are just a receptacle. Are you here? Don't, don't be a crab. Crabology. Nothing leaves your hand. You are the defender of the defenseless. You will be a bad husband. Yes. You will be a bad wife if you are not a giver. You will be a wealthy woman lived there and she urged him to come to her, her home for a meal. After that, whenever he passed that way, he will stop there for something to eat. She said to her husband, I am sure this man who stops in from time to time is a holy man of God. Let's build a small room for him on the roof and finish it with bed, table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes. One day Elisha returned to Shenom and he went up to this upper room to rest. So it continued for a long time. May you build for your pastor. But make sure you have built for your parent. Are you here? Before you come and build for me, build for your parent. Are you here? Come and build for me. Then me TV now. Oh, papa, friend, into sofa. Into oh. Matisse, me banner to fiyama. If you are led by the spirit, you can do it, but don't go and broadcast it. Your house witches will come after you. Somebody will go and tell your father. Oh, but we need to know what to ask. What to ask? I a pastor. Tihana or rent it. Some of you, that is your problem. When you bless somebody, you go and tell somebody, have you seen the girl going? God spoke to me and I gave it to her. Any blessing you give to someone and your mouth says it to another, you have received your reward. Yes. You have received your reward. So stop advertising your, I'm a good man. I help this one. I help this one. I help this one. You have received your reward. But the woman did it for a long time. The prophet goes there and eats and sleeps, uses air conditioning, eats well. One day, he said to his servant, Gehazi, tell the woman from Shinom, I want to speak to her. She has to be in attendance. Tell somebody, be in attendance. Couldn't the prophet sit in the bedroom and speak it? No. He said, tell her, I want to speak to her. Tell my people, Carrie's Temple, I want to speak to them in grace and oil. Oh, I didn't read the last part. When she did what? Oh, when she did what? When God wants to bless you, he doesn't bless church members. He blesses those who appear. Write it. It will help you, please. God doesn't bless church members. He blesses those who appear. He said, they go from strength to strength, them that appeareth in Zion. So God, your, your people's names are on the church membership list. Five years this, Yehuamuda. But God, he said, when she appeared, the thing can begin. The next verse. Elisha said to Gehazi, tell her, we appreciate the kind concern you have shown us. What can we do for you? Can we put in a good word for you to the king or to the commander of the army? She said no. That would be always our town. She has lands. She knows politics. politically connected. He said no. She replied my family takes a good care of me. Later, Elisha asked Gehazi again. What can we do 
there are things you will do for God that God would be under pressure to do something for you. So as I'm preaching, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about your time, your talent. Paristas, if you have time, you have the opportunity to serve God now. Do it with all your heart. Serve him like you're a fool. Because you can do something for God for a long time. And the time will come and God will be under pressure to release something into your life. And when that time comes, even when you don't have faith, the miracle will happen anyway. There are some seeds, some sacrifices, some good deeds that need faith before a resource can come from God. But there are some seeds also. They don't even need faith. Yes. The seed has gone too deep in the ground that roots and leaves cannot say that they won't come. Yes. The woman has sown too much that the, the prophet was not comfort, uh, comfortable. The answer the woman gave first was not it. He said, Gehazi, what do you think we can do for this woman? Then he said, Gehazi replied, she doesn't have a son and her husband is an old man. That means they've been trusting God for a child all through their viable marital life. Are you, am, am, am I talking to somebody? Then he said, call her back again. We are calling you next week and we'll call you back the next week. I thought you were clapping. Call her back again. Don't come for first next week. Once, next week is a joint service. So you come the, just in the morning or in the evening. Call her back. We are calling you on the morning, calling you in the evening, calling you in the morning, calling you in the evening. He said, Elisha told him, when the woman returned, may you return in the evenings. Elisha said to her, as she stood in the doorway, next year at this time, you will be holding a son in your arms. No, my Lord. She didn't have faith. But God did it anyway. Faith is not the final say. God is the final say. He said, no. No. I can imagine. No, no, don't deceive me, man of God. She cried. Oh, man of God, don't deceive me. Man, that, that, man. Why? Because this is not the first time I'm hearing. No, don't. Hey, in grace and knowledge, you may hear the same thing you have heard. But just like God gave the same word to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, what you need to do is to hold on and believe God that what he has said, he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ever think or ask. He said, don't lie to me. But as he was saying, don't lie to me, Gehazi was standing at the door and he began to sing, you cannot lie to me. You cannot lie to me. Lion of Judah, you cannot. And the prophet did not change the word of the Lord because he cannot change it. He cannot. He said, a year by this time. I don't know who I'm talking to. But your miracle is just at your doorsteps. May you not forfeit it. May you not reject it. And may you not be ignorant and carelessly lose it. I've watched people lose their miracles. I've watched people. And sometimes you can't talk because you are, you are, you are, you are, you are being careful that they won't call you a manipulative pastor. You can watch them and see that they miss it. And you'll be watching them. Because if you go and talk, they say you are manipulating the people. May you grow and know. The woman said, you can't, please don't lie. I've done you good. God spoke to me, I did it, but I'm not really, he said, don't, don't lie to me. The same thing happened to Sarah. Bible students, are you here? When the, when the, when the angel told her that, she went to the back. The Bible says she went to the back of the house and was laughing. <laughs> 
a prophet. Obi Asori also a prophet. Now you know my womb. You know the last time I menstruated. Oh, prophet with the. I miss fire, Papa. Obi Asori coming to share. What for you? You came. We've given you food to eat. We're mean to your casa by heart. We've killed the ram. We've bound for food for you. So now you are just talking. Who told you that me? I'm believing God for a child. Me, 90 years. You know, my womb has become. How can I get a child? She laughed at the word. She laughed at the word of God. But that did not change because something, something has gone ahead. The husband, God was not dealing with Sarah, God was dealing with Abraham. Are you here with me? There are blessings God will give to you not because you did anything. It's because of the prayer I pray for you. It's because of the atmosphere in Karen's temple. It's because of your, the prayer of your mother. It's because of the covenant of your father. It's because of the covenant of your boss at work that nobody works with me and ends up a failure. There is a covenant between he and his God and you came into that atmosphere so you got blessed. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that nobody will deny you your blessing. That no situation will deny you your miracle. Somebody lift your right hand and shout yes. I know I am becoming a great and a good pastor because of Pastor Kujo. You can fight it, I don't care. You can, I don't care. Somebody makes somebody. That is the language of life. Me, who am I? What? What did I knew, know what to do? I didn't know how to hold microphone. I was a very shy person. And I'm still quite shy. Oh. Mrs. Nkansa, am I not shy? Oh. Mrs. Nkansa. Hey, I'm a fairy kaka na unguza. We did. We did. We did. We did. We did. We did. Oh, boy. <laughs> Forgive me, I want to finish that. My message was in this for you. He said, Next year at this time, you will be holding a son in your hands. No, my Lord. She cried. Oh, man of God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up like that. Hey, sometimes they will prophesy to you. Eh? I say, hey, 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 be, be, be like, like Otiana, like to next to Nia say, I see you, see you. In the next three years, you'll be working in the president's office. Lucy, will you believe? You, 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 it's me and you. It's too good to be true. Verse 17 will blow your mind. And verse 18 he said, But sure enough, the woman soon became pregnant. But sure enough. And at that time, the following year, she had a son. Just as. Just as God said. Just as God said. Just as God said. Just as God said. No! Just as Elisha said. It's not the words of a man, but it's a word of God from a man. If you disregard the man, you have rejected the word. Are you, are you here? Give the Lord a clap offering. Oh God, help me. How do I receive a man of God honorably? Number one. Your seed of faith taps into God's reservoir for you. Respond to the word by faith. Number two, don't come to the conference faithless. 
oh, back conference now, as if they are pushing the back of your head. They are coming because they say you should come. No. Number three, attend the conference early. Be on time. Be on time. The evening service is at 5 p.m. Don't come at 7 because you know the man of God is coming at 7. Don't. If you are doing your wedding and nobody came to the time you came, will you be happy? Don't come late. Attending meetings late shows that you didn't honor the meeting. Are you here? Stop coming to church late. Don't just respond to programs. Respond to this service is also a program. Are you here? Stop coming to church late. It's not good. It's not a good culture. Number four, flow in the service with joy. Let there be excitement. Let there be reception. Let the man of God flow. When you are guest to a church and a particular group don't flow, you don't go to them. You don't hear anything. The prophetic does not move with bomb spirit. You are not into the service. You are just, you are, you are just there. You are, you, are, you, are, you are watching whether it's a fake prophet. Please. There are fake ones that use Facebook to prophesy. We've seen all of them. They go to Facebook and they get everything. Even sometimes your friend just did an engagement because they tag you on your Facebook. And they, 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 your friend, this friend of yours just even did the wedding. Hey, how did he know? He saw it on your Facebook. Number five. Respond to the word of God and not the garment of the man of God. Respond to the word of God and not the garment of the man of God. Have, number six, have a responsive faith. Sometimes they will say, sow a seed. Sometimes you may not have the money in your pocket, but by faith, step out. I've taught you that. Step out by faith. Sometimes they will say thousand cities. You can do 200. But go for the thousand. Give yourself three months. And make sure you plant that seed. Intentional. Deliberate. I have vowed never to end my life poor. Yesterday I was telling my wife. I vowed never to die a poor Christian. Because poverty denies you many blessings. There are a lot of things I want to do this year I couldn't do because the money was not enough. But I'm sure in October I'll come to you and tell you something. I want us to select 10 um, rural pastors in ICGs and go and bless them. Yes. So I'll put Golda in charge of that. She has to go and scout them in the villages. Then we'll budget 1,000 cities for each one of them and buy something and send to them. There are a lot of things. I wanted to bless the widows in the area. Too many things, but poverty. You don't say it's poverty. I don't have money. Because you are not increasing your offerings in church. Some of you have put your offering on autopilot. One Ghana. One Ghana. Like a mate calling people. One Ghana, one Ghana, one Ghana, one Ghana, one Ghana. The next point. Come with an expectation. Come with an expectation. Come with an expectation. God is not afraid of your expectation. Don't come, don't think that. Come with an expectation. Have a wild expectation. The last one, invite a friend. We gave you flyers. They are not for your rubbish down, please. They are for people. Invite them. This time is four meetings. In the midst of scarcity, in the midst of farming, that is when the prophetic ministry is glorified. Are you here? In the midst of famine, read the Bible. In the midst of scarcity, that is when the prophetic ministry is glorified. Some of you come and you have to walk home, but we are trying our best to get the buses and we are careful of the season, the danger in town. So this time the buses will take you very far, sometimes very close to your house a junction to your house. They have to arrange that. Make sure you board it. If you don't board it, we won't get them the next evening. 
So if you are going to Coca-Cola, the car will take you to Coca-Cola. Because we want you to participate and receive the blessing of God. Close your eyes and put your hand on your heart. You can clap before you do that. Put your hand on your heart as I pray for you. Pray to God in 30 seconds that Lord, grace and oil this year is my conference. Help me. Give me the grace. Give me the grace to be present. Ask God for something. Wherever the prophets are, their ears will hear it right now. Just ask God that after grace and oil conference, God, show me this sign. Release this door. Release this blessing. Ask him right now. The Bible says Elijah will be in his bedroom and whatever the king will conceive, he will hear. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for what you're about to do in grace and oil. As we gather before you, touch us, revive us, open doors for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.